0: No, no, They have. I praise you Father this morning. I give you glory. I worship you. Thank you God. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for your intentions. Thank you for the things that you're going to be doing this morning. Thank you Lord for our people prepared for your glory. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh bless the Lord. The Lord, you're worthy. Glory, glory, glory. Lord, you're worthy. Amen. Hallelujah. Once again, I want to welcome you this morning to the Potter's Gate online broadcast. This is the platform where the Spirit of the Lord is speaking expressly to His church. This is a moment where we need to incline our hearts, our ears to God's intention for our day. God is speaking to us. The Lord is engaging us in every area of our life they are equipping us they are rebranding us they are training us heaven is releasing amen resources that we need excuse me to live life successfully and to continue to exalt hallelujah the name of the lord on earth i want to welcome you this morning if you have the opportunity to join me good bless god bless you my dear sister morning to you and to your family wherever you are this morning the lord amen is in the house and i'm praying as we continue to look into amen the heart of god for our life we will amen yes continue to grow this morning we are going to continue to pray i thought yesterday we had such a nice time all right and i also thought that we you know we kind of hit a snag in the spirit amen I thought we really hit a snag in the spirit. I thought there was some, you know, resistance based on some things that we were touching in the spirit. So, you know, it's been on my heart that okay, maybe we just need to also continue, you know, in that same uh, frequency and, and and direction of prayer yesterday. And I'm I'm so grateful to God. I'm almost done with with you know with this latest book, all right, that I'm putting together on this topic that we are doing, amen, how to be spiritually fit for the, for the days ahead, how to be fit, amen, in engaging the 21st century, we're looking at some things that the Spirit of God is highlighting, and I'm, I'm so, so, amen, excited, in fact, this morning, I had to force myself to stop writing, all right, just to broadcast, and that's the reason why, you know, I was a bit late, or else I would have started this broadcast for six o'clock, but I'm here, and I'm grateful to God, amen, for, what even is doing in our space. Let us pray and then we'll look into some other uh, concepts and then we'll pray for that. Amen. So welcome wherever you're joining from. Uh, uh, if you are connecting with us, I want to welcome you. If you're still thinking about, should I wait? Should I not? All right, please do wait because God is going to be speaking to you. There's a word, hallelujah, for you. And I believe this morning that as we continue to look into the heart of God, into the mind of God, we will, amen, be edified. We will, will be equipped. Amen. Yes, the Lord is equipping His church in this new day. There is a a new order of, you know, church that is emerging. There's a new concept of, excuse me, the ecclesia that is emerging. And I'm excited, hallelujah, about this, you know, a group of people, this company, this cream of men and women that are emerging, particularly on our platform. Amen. I tell you, there are dangerous people God is arming in our day. The enemy is afraid. He better be afraid. Hallelujah. We have young people that are fasting with us. Amen. Yes today is our eleventh day, amen, of the fast. We're doing twenty-one days and we're not fasting because we want another car, because we want another job, because we want another God knows what. We're fasting because we want to grow in our spirit. We want to mature. We want to come into the dimension of God's intention for our life. We want to take the lead, hallelujah, in spiritual activity. We want our prophetic signal, amen, yes, to be high, amen, and to be, you know, accurate in the things of God. We want to be Seen in the radar of God, Hallelujah! We want the nation to know that it's not over. We want, Amen. Yes, the nation to know that there is there is a there is a sound coming from the very throne of God. There is there is a wind that is blowing in this season, and we are that sound. We are that wind, Hallelujah. We are the fire that God is brewing in our day, Hallelujah. Yes, that's who we are. So we are excited about, Amen. What the Lord is doing in our in our in our community. You understand? And I want to once again give a big kudos to all our sisters and our brothers, everyone out there. Amen. Fasting with us, standing with us in prayer. Amen. Yes. Continuing. I mean, God is building a church in this season. Many of them, I don't even know them. I have not met them. But we are pioneering something from this dimension. Hallelujah. That when we speak, amen, they respond. When God, amen, says this is the direction, they respond. That is what we are looking for. Oh, hallelujah. As much as we celebrate the community of people, amen, who sit in a place and listen under, amen, a leadership, we celebrate that. But these people are under my spiritual leadership and I don't even see them physically. I can't talk to them physically, but we are all connected. We are moving in the direction, amen, of the Spirit. Hallelujah. God is doing something in our day. So, if you're still maybe holding back and wondering what's going on, you better jump into this wave. I said to us a few days ago, if not last week, I said, where I was praying, the Lord spoke to me about the waves that are coming. The waves that are coming. And one of the waves that He spoke about, I said, I was going to pray, we're going to pray, but let me quickly drop this. So, we kind of set the tone. Hallelujah. One of the waves that is coming is revival. God used that word. Alright? I, I wanted to Push that word off my spirit. No, we don't talk about revival. We are apostolic people. (laughs) No, we are the reformation. We don't talk revival. God said, you better listen to what I'm saying. There's a revival coming. There's a wave of revival coming. Because there are things that God is not done with. That the enemy are tampered with. They are gone into slumber. You understand, like that guy and the picture God used, Amen. Was that guy, Amen? His name is Eutychus. Eutychus, Amen. I think is in Act, you know, fifteen. This guy, while Paul was ministering, while God was teaching, Amen. The Scripture said he fell from, you know, from the from the window. He fell down dead was God done with him no God was not done with him but this guy is dead in the midst of the move of God hallelujah in the midst of the speakings of God in the midst of the wave of God Paul was teaching this guy fell down there how can you how can that happen but that's what is happening and the Lord said to me, There are certain people that are dead that we need to lay, we need to lay, we need to lay on them our layer. We need to lay the hand of God. We need to release life into them. That's what we're talking about. Amen. For us to be fit in this order, for us to enter into amen. The dimension that we're talking about, we have to have the life of God. All of this thing that we're talking about is how we can while we can grow and increase in the life of God. Because Paul had the life of God in him. didn't just have charismatic anointing he didn't just have an apostolic language he didn't just have the rhetorics you know and all the linguas no the bible says he went down and he laid on him and the guy got up that's what we're looking for there are dimensions of healing coming to the church coming to the body of christ we're not just talking about physical healing we're also talking about spiritual amen healing people need spiritual healing People need to be awakened, hallelujah, from that state. The the guy fell down. He died. Paul said he lives. Life is in him. (laughs) Lord, I, I want that. Evermore, give me this kind of, I want to enter into this order of a life. Evermore, he lives. And Paul went back to continue to teach. He seen con- he, he, they didn't have to start a you know you know a revival crusade for, you know, for no he went back and continued so we've got to understand the various waves that are coming. The waves of revival, the waves of reformation, the waves, hallelujah, yes, of technocrats are coming. The waves of men that will carry the order of the economy of God. Men and women who will steward money, money is coming, hallelujah. Men that God have tried them, tested and tried. They will give them millions. They say, go and see to the to the advancement of the purposes of God. Yes, in, in, in Singapore, you go in, to Cameroon, you go in, to China. They, they have money. And they will not touch it except the Lord, hallelujah, has given them the utterance and the command. They are coming, they are coming. You better wait, you better watch. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you. What a day we are living! What a day of your spirit. Anyone who is ready to engage you, you will engage with them. Your word says if you draw, if you draw near to me, I will draw near to you. <laughs> we make the initiative. He has done all he needs to do. He said, if you draw near to me, I will also draw near to you. If you are determined to know him, you will know him. The Bible says the days are coming that nobody will be taught how to know the Lord. They will all know the Lord because, amen. Yes, the Lord himself, the Lord himself will write his law upon their hearts. What a day we are living! What a day of divine understanding. What a day of spiritual unity. Some of us want to unite people, but we don't have the life of God to bring, amen. Yes, the things of God together. We've done all kinds of things in the past that have become per se. They've become, amen, yes, irrelevant. They, they, they can no longer carry this order. That's why the Spirit of God is saying, if you want to do certain things in my ecclesia, in my house, you have to come and receive new life. They said, Isaiah, you have been rejected. You've been demoted. Who will go for us? Who would I send? I said, I thought you sent me. They were looking for a replacer. He was in ministry. He was in ministry. But they were looking for a replacer. They had to touch Emma His mouth again. His, his tongue. His mouth with the coal of fire. They had to revive him. They had to renew him. They had to reform him. They had to sanctify him. I told you, every season, hallelujah, in our journey with God will require that we are rebranded, that we are renewed, that we are sanctified. Jesus sanctified himself for the sake of the church, but the Father first sanctified him. So he said, You also go do likewise. We have to understand. That we are in a day where the Spirit of God, amen, is calling us into a dimension of a life that will require that every part of our life is laid on the altar for Him. The Lord said to me, you want strength, you want life. All of the things you define to be life and strength, laid on the altar. Lord, we honor you. Lord, we bless your name. We rejoice in you. Our hearts celebrate this glorious day. We are the joy of the nation because we carry the present dimension, the present requirements, the present order and standard of your spirit. Every generation requires men and women who can enter the order, the standard of God for that generation. This is not just about doing church. This is not just about going through whatever we go through. This is about this is about raising the bar. We're raising the bar. We're raising the standard as they make demand on us. Father, we thank you. Friends, I want to draw your attention to some things this morning. As we pray, we're praying. The scripture says in the book of Jude 120. It says we must build up. We must build up our faith. Your faith, amen, is the total summation, yes, of the economy of God. Your faith is the total summation of the economy of God. The economy of God, hallelujah, is a spiritual treasure. We read it yesterday. The strength of God came from a place called, hallelujah the treasure, out of his glorious treasure that he may give to you. Out of his glorious treasure that he may give to you that he may strengthen you with might, with power out of his glorious treasure. So your faith when Jude says to us that we need to build up our faith. They're speaking to something that deals with our spiritual condition, not more of possessing things because when we when we speak of faith, amen. Yes. The the mind that charismatic, amen, you know, uh, uh, environment are shaped is to to take something material from God. They say they that must come to God must believe that he is and is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him Then they say, faith is the substance Spiritual things have got substance Spiritual things have got environment Spiritual things are there. I've got structure Spiritual things are there. I've got economy They've got leadership, politics, order there, there are things in the spirit Spiritual things are as real and as normal and natural As the natural things you can see faith is the substance of things we hope for, you see. How can you be hoping for something you do not see but it's a substance? Are you getting this? There has to be an awakening of your spiritual faculty to comprehend, amen, not just the day that we live in but the, the but the ministry of God's word so that when you begin to interact with the word of God. Amen. You are not interacting with that word with a different soulish kind mindset. Are <clears throat> you getting the point? You've got to, we have to train ourselves to see spiritual things, to appreciate spiritual things, to understand spiritual things. So when they're speaking to us about, you know, spiritual realities, we're not seeing, you know, something else. When the Lord was speaking the people interpret it as thunder they say it thunders We have to begin to understand the mind of Christ it has it is that mind of Christ that allow us amen to come into the things of God and to know how to interact with the things of God. I thought I should just you know lay that as a kind of a foundation, but that's not where we're going because this morning we were praying, meaning that amen, we're engaging with God, amen, in an active order of life, we're engaging with God, amen, in an active prophetic amen interaction. We're engaging with God. That's what prayer is. Prayer is to engage with God, amen. Yes, is to hear from God, amen, and to take what you have heard and pray back to Him. Hallelujah. order of prayer is changing. Is somebody with me this morning? Now, what we are focusing on in this period in time is that our spirit needs to be trained. Every training brings us into the order of, if you will, you know, skill, perfection, you know, maturity, development. Whatever you train, amen, you get you get and you gain something better out of that thing. They said, amen, parent, train up your child, train up your children. So that when they grow, amen, yes, they will not depart from the things you have trained them. Training is part of, hallelujah, our spiritual culture. We train people. And the reason why the church today seemed to be collapsing is because the idea, the concept of training, which of course we call discipleship, amen, has been removed. It's been systematically removed. So people are trooping, they are going to church, they are gathering, it's all kinds of things going on, but they are not being trained. You say, what does it mean to be trained? To be trained, amen, is to prepare a people to function within amen, the assignment within the within the within the call of God, within the mandate of God. At For their life, to be trained is to be able to fulfill that which is waiting for you in the future. Train up your child, and they spoke to us about training up. They said, Who true amen? The concept of training I've been able to grow up to know how to differentiate between evil and truth. We need to be trained. Because training, hallelujah Have you seen guys say I'm going for training Whatever you want to be You want to function in life You need training And let me tell you this This is just another, just a chip Amen, I'm just adding this This is just an addition You cannot fully train yourself If you want to be the best If you ask, amen Anyone who has succeeded In any field in life including track and field or in the in the in the field of business or even in the field of science they would always tell you about a man their trainer you are a trainee but that's not my focus this morning that just came into my spirit We need, hallelujah, yes, to be in an environment. We need to know people, hallelujah, who have the experience, who have the capacity, who have the grace. And of course, who have our love and our care in their heart, amen, to train us. Not everyone, hallelujah, yes, that is being trained is given all that it requires to be trained. You know why? Because the trainee, you understand, have not opened up. Not willing to open up And say really I want all of you, you Remember yesterday I told us we hit a snag yesterday I spoke about you know Ahima's Ahima's was good He was a good runner Hallelujah But he still needed training Training I mean I've got some material Some books here About you know about spots. They will tell you that it's not good enough For you to know how to run that even in the field of sports, there are politics. How to speak to the media. What to say. How to compose yourself. You understand? Now, you just want to run. I just want to run. They say it's not just about running. You can win the prize, but there is small too. Amen. How you, how you conduct yourself. What you speak. Amen. How you interact. You know, somebody like me, I just want to do what I need to do. There are certain things that I'm not good at. And not because I don't know them, but because to me those things are just secondary. I can get somebody to do them for me. So I focus on what I'm good at. That doesn't mean I'm not aware of those things. You know? Because I don't want to lose my focus on what I've been called to do. So I'm not good in everything, but I'm good in what I'm good at training and to be trained of course in the order of the spiritual environment our spirit amen needs to you know have certain qualities certain components certain understanding there has to be certain you know grace there, there, there are just certain things you, you cannot but to know them <laughs> you cannot but to know them and practice them. One of them, hallelujah, is the field of prayer. You cannot pray the way everybody is praying and think you are going to be ahead and think you are going to be on the cutting edge and think you are going to, hallelujah, access dimensions, amen, that releases the grace to carry, amen, the order of a generation. No, 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 no. And that's why, amen, in our past subsequent teaching, we talk about, Having the vision for what we are talking about. Who wants to go into a race? Who wants to start to build a house? Amen. That will not first sit down to count the cost. The cost is that you are able to identify the essence, the purpose, the objective of the vision. Not every church is the same. Not every family is the same. Not every business is the same. They may all be doing the same thing but they all have different vision you see it is the vision that sets you apart it is the vision hallelujah that defines and will continue to define and refine and redefine you hallelujah no matter the environment no matter what is going on hallelujah your vision will create a different environment a different you know philosophy as you continue to press on you are not hindered You have to understand that You have to understand why you're doing what you're doing And that's why I keep saying Those of us, amen, following us and all of that Amen, our disciples It has to be clear to you What you're seeking for on this platform What you're looking for It cannot be the same thing everybody's looking for because I don't have the same thing everybody, I don't speak, I don't talk about what everybody is looking for. There is something layer that I've been assigned for. I'm assigned to train earlier, leaders, men and women, who will function within the full reality, within the full potential of their prophetic mandate for life. So the way I train is different. The way I see is different. My perspective, my values are different. My way of interaction is different. I don't laugh at what everybody laughs at. No. You see, I'm being driven by my vision. Now, quickly, as we talk about being trained to be equipped, to be empowered, hallelujah. Yes, as we talk about growing in order order for us to function, fulfill God's intention for our life. There are scriptures that will be jumping out in the, you see, you see, let me quickly share this with you. When you discover your vision, when you discover, amen, God's intention for your life and what it requires, hallelujah, for you, amen, yes, to fulfill that thing, then the resource, the resource, the first and the most important resource they give to you, amen, is the word of God, is the word of God. The word of God, hallelujah, will then begin to give clarity and direction. You will be reading, everybody's reading the same, the same scripture. But when you go there, hallelujah, they lead you into the gem. <clears throat> they lead you into, hallelujah, something that will add to whatever you require to fulfill God's intention for that vision. Everybody reads the same word, but not everybody interprets the word, amen, (laughs) you know, the same, yes, the word of God will shoot up, jump up, suddenly there will be, you know, light bulbs, you know, turning up as you're reading, like this scripture I'm going to read right now, then I'm going to look into some other things that amen, we are looking into, you say, what's going on, we're praying, what are we doing, we are building, we are building our faith, we are building ourselves, you know amen. I we are building our inner man, we are building our spirit man. All the things that I'm declaring right now, yes, is impacting my spirit man. Though the outer man may be perishing, but the inner man is gaining strength day by day. The inner man is developing what we're interested in, friends. Is that our inner man is resource? Is that amen? Our spirit man amen gains ascendance. I want you to look like this guy amen. Yes, this picture. I want you to look at that guy spiritually. Nobody, nobody looking weak, tired, fragile, confused, disconnected, dysfunctional. In this new day, you are not permitted. I want you to see my face when I'm saying this. You are not permitted to look weak, fragile. To look dysfunctional. To to look beaten down. To look anxious. No matter what is going on around you. What is going on around you should never, should never, should never touch the condition of your spirit man. Let me repeat it again. Whatever is going on around your life should never, never allow it to enter into the radius, into the radar, hallelujah, yes, of your spirit man, because that is where, hallelujah, you are going to make decision from. They said, though the outer man may be perishing, the inward man is gaining life strength day by day. So, the more I press into the spirit, I may be falling here and there, things may be happening there may be arrows being shot at me, I'm ducking and diving and all kinds of, I'm trying to push things back, but that thing cannot touch my inner man, my inner man is strong, hallelujah and that that thing that makes your inner man remain strong is what we're talking about, remember one of the words that came out yesterday is everybody has a breaking point Everybody has got a breaking point. But when you live in Christ and you continue to live in Christ, no matter how they try to break you, they break you, they break you. You get up again. They're like, Don't this guy just die? Just please just die. No. No. Let me read this scripture. Luke 11, and I want you to check the scripture If you have your Bible with with you Luke 11, let's take it from verse 21 Powerful concept here That is giving us direction and impetus Into this order, amen, that we're looking into Talking about our spirit rising up Building your spirit, building up your faith Building up yourself on your most holy faith Building up yourself on your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Spirit. Let's look at this scripture. I hope you are getting the context. I don't want you to lose the context before, because if you lose the context, amen, you are going to lose the direction, amen, of the objective and the message itself. Look, 21 Look at it. When a strong man armed, a strong man that is armed, armed. Have you seen men? I mean, soldiers that are armed. When a strong man armed Keepeth his palace His goods are in peace His goods are safe His household is safe His materials are safe When a strong man The idea, amen, is The strong man, hallelujah Yes, and the strongest man Scripture is about the condition, amen Yes, of our strength The entire entire Bible, hallelujah Is about, amen, the glory of God. The glory of God speaks about His power. It's about the glory of God. It's about God, amen, yes, declaring His His intention, uh, hallelujah, and seen to the fulfillment of that intention. And how you and I play a role in the fulfillment of that intention. Like I said yesterday, why would they be telling us to be strong in the Lord and in the might, in the power of His might, amen, if Amen. There is nothing that is required that our strength required. Amen. If there is nothing, hallelujah, that demands that we need strength. Come on. If if the Lord knew that we don't, after all, I mean, we are in Christ, we don't need strength. We are in Jesus. I mean, just live in Jesus and all all is well. No, they require that we have strength that we are strong and yesterday we we touched on on dimensions amen of of strength that strength cannot just be limited to whatever you are seeing strength Hallelujah, is is multi-dimensional strength amen is multi-amen multi-purpose I just told you that I'm strong in some area but I'm not strong in other. In those areas that I'm not strong, I need the grace and the gift of God, amen. I need those that are strong in that area to cover me. Hallelujah. That's why amen, the church is not a it's not just in an individual. The church is a unit of bodies. The church is a unit of bodies. Every part of your life is a unit of body. You are made up of amen bodies, particles that you can't even see them, but they all function together. Your cells function together. Every aspect of your life, amen, are designed to function in perfect unism. Each each one, amen, is different, but each of them carries a function that makes sure, amen, everything about your life works out, amen, in perfect unism is a wisdom of God that is still blowing the minds of scientists. When a strong man armed keeps his palace, his goods are in peace. But when a stronger <laughs> that's a, that, that's the that's the challenge. But when a stronger, so you think you're stronger? They say but when A stronger man shall come upon him i'm reading the i'm reading the old amen king james i love this but when a stronger amen when a stronger than he comes listen friends this is the platform of the battle the battleground of the last day jesus is the one saying this it's not paul it's not luke it's our lord himself giving us. He brought this out from the treasures of his wisdom. He was using this to explain something. Amen. Yes. To his disciples. He said, when a strong man keeps his palace, his goods are in peace. But when a stronger than he comes upon him and overcomes him. (laughs) Listen to what Jesus said. As the Father have sent me So send I you You know what that means The same principles And values, amen The Father put in operation to send me Everything you saw Jesus did Amen, are Express value system Amen the father injected Remember he did nothing without Amen yes the direct Instructions of the father so when You are reading the scripture what you are actually Reading amen are the instructions Of the father for Jesus In terms of how he must Function and overcome on earth He was laying down a Value system for us <laughs> That's why it says as the Father have sent me I'm also sending you. In other words, in the same line of values and principle and standard, amen, the Father injected in my life that allow me to overcome, to conquer the enemy. Because there's an enemy we need to conquer. that we'll have to deal with we have to understand how to conquer the enemy and we said before we begin to look out amen and, and begin to point on the on the fence to find the enemy we have to first of all amen find the enemy that has already sneaked into our space yes there's a man in the in the old testament his name is called phineas That guy is called Phineas. He knew how to fight the enemy within. Many of us are taught to fight the enemy outside. Phineas, the Phineas generation, they know how to fight the enemy that is within. Because we like it or not, there are enemies that have sneaked in. The Bible says, "While men were sleeping. You understand that? While men were sleeping, the enemy sneaked in. There are all kinds of things that have sneaked in. The greatest enemy that we are dealing with, amen, is actually living with us. In fact, it is the it is it is the same neighbor, hallelujah! With our spirit, it's called the outer Man. The outer Man has been compromised. The soul of man has been compromised, so it is very difficult for the soul to cooperate with the values of the spirit. That's why Paul said, amen, there is a war, there's enmity between that old man, hallelujah, that, 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 you know, raska, that thing is raska. He said there's enmity, he said it in Galatians 5, there's enmity between the spirit and the soul. But Paul went further in in Ephesians 2, he said it said the wall of enmity, the wall of partition has been broken. Jesus has brought, amen, yes, renewal, restoration to the two. How to apply that? How to know that and apply that and make that a reality in your life, in your home, in your space, in your church, in your community is what we are tracking. But first of all, we have to acknowledge that there is a war, there's an enmity, amen. Yes, within the house, so the so the, the there's a war going on, and every day we are winning that battle. They said there's a there's a war between the house of David and the house of Saul, amen. Continually, generations have been fighting war between the house of David and the house of Saul, they are both from. Israel. They were both chosen by God. They were both called by God. They are both anointed by God. But one is Raska. <laughs> one wants to do his own thing. Everything that Saul represents is a clear picture, is a clear, defined picture of the soul man. You hear me? David was not a perfect man, but he was quick to yield himself. He was quick to fall upon God's rock, he was quick to repent, he was quick to run to God, he was quick to journey to God, he would never run away and hide, no, David was not a perfect man, but he knew that God is his redeemer, ah, he said I rather fall upon you, I rather allow you to kill me, than for me to fall to the hands of my enemy. Are you getting this, you gotta, you gotta know that. So don't just think, oh well, no, no, no. We all, we all know the sins of David, because David represents many of us. But David earlier will pursue God, will run after Him, will seek Him. He knew that I'm not perfect, but I'm seeking perfection. That's me. I'm not perfect, but I'm seeking God. I'm not going to turn. Hallelujah. No matter the numbers of time I fall down, I'm going to rise up again and continue on that straight and narrow path. You can't get me, devil. It's too late. You see, there's a war. How you want to fight that war? It's left to you. The strong man Is the soul the strong man is your soul? He thinks he's in charge, he thinks he's in control, (laughs) he thinks he's got everything. He said, Don't don't worry, don't worry. I've got this, I've got this cover, (laughs) I've got this cover for you. You just leave this thing for me, and you also leave it for the soul. (laughs) Hey, you're a fool, don't let the soul fool you. There's a war going on within your life. The, the soul thinks it's strong. When a strong man keeps his goods, his house looks... You know You know what I'm talking about? You know how many of us have depended on... Hallelujah. The, the strength of the soul. They say, By strength shall no man prevail. Have you heard that before? By strength. Whenever the Bible speaks man Of strength in the negative form. Negative term. They are speaking to your soul man. Your soul. The outer man. And that, ma- that outer man must perish. You know what that means? He must lose his strength. Hallelujah. Must be overcome by the stronger man. When the strong man armed armed is built, garrison, built strongholds. This is how we've been doing things. This is where who we are, and we have defeated many. We have we have championed many things. We've built ministry on this thing We've 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 we've, 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 we've raised homes, marriages with this mindset. Hallelujah! Of the strong man, the strong man mentality. What are you talking about? Can't you see what we have done? See what we have achieved The strong man, don't be fool Can achieve Things Can do Things Can carry out you know, What he defines to be Vision In fact it's an ambition What are we talking about friends? We are praying we are praying to come into the order, of building our spirit man. We want to build a dimension of a life that is totally, completely dependent on Christ. Dependence on the leading, the guidance, the instructions of the spirit. We don't want to touch the strength of the soul. Don't fool yourself. The soul has strength. <laughs> In my in my book, this latest book that I'm writing, God began to take me into it, the culture, amen, of the Church of Ephesus. You see, many a times when we read scripture, we don't read them within the culture, amen, to which they've been written. Have you ever considered this? Let, let me let me let me let me make you laugh a bit. Have you ever considered, amen, how the Church of you know the early Church looked like, particularly the Church of Ephesus? Now you will not understand what i'm talking about until they take you amen into the environment of Ephesus. Ephesus is a very you know, renowned, you know, city, particularly, you know, in terms of economy. All right, in terms of politics. Ephesus is your New York in America today. Or Shanghai, all right, in, in China. Ephesus a pot city but beyond a pot city it's also you know a place of of you know advanced progressive thinkers people alright, who, who 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 are military men you know Ephesus you find the best of the women there in Ephesus i'm 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 i'm, 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 I'm just trying to pick, you know pick your mind i want us to go on a journey and look at this kind of a church all right that paul established in ephesus A paul is a dangerous man he talk about apostolic grace to start a church in ephesus so because when you read scripture <coughs> let, let me let me show where's that scripture now let me, let me oh where's the scripture quickly let me i just want to show you this scripture i've got it cute somewhere I thought I did yes Ephesians 6 10 says finally brethren be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might oh Paul what are you talking about we are at the definition of strength don't you this is Ephesus this is where strength is celebrated <laughs> hello our imperiums our you know uh, you know, you, you know the concept of Olympics, all of that began from places like Ephesus. The culture of the day is heroism, is strength, is power, is might. <laughs> when the Lord began to, you know, draw my attention to this, I got up from, my, I couldn't write again. I just got up. I began to pray in tongues. Lord, help me. Ephesus was the very epitome Amen. Of human strength. <laughs> Did the all have said? <clears throat> Ephesus was the epitome of human strength. Everything you can talk about about human strength. Amen. You know, philosophy. Psychology. It is in Ephesus all right. that certain, you know, you know, scientific things were discovered Ephesus. You go do your study about Ephesus. In Ephesus, I mean, let me even take you just to the Church of Ephesus. So imagine somebody coming to church, Ephesus Church. You see men that are that are hefty looking because back in the day the culture demands that a man men are well built, able bodied men, not weakly, not you know looking. No, hey able-bodied men, able-bodied men, you see the, these are the people coming to church <laughs> you understand, many of them, are, you understand are, are, you know, are brawlers many of them are mercenaries many of them are, are fishermen dog workers Many of them, you understand, are bricklayers—people who built towers. You know, all those. Ma- How do you think those things, those massive things, are built in Ephesus? Those massive pillars—you can't be building those massive pillars and you don't have muscle. Those people are—you don't want to mess with them. The Church of Ephesus—you think you've got bodyguards in our day? You don't want to mess with. That's why I said I want to just—you know—get you a bit relaxed. Yeah church of ephesus i mean i'm looking and those are men now you begin to talk about the sisters in church of ephesus oh let me not start they will kill you with beauty because if you're a woman in ephesus and you you are not dead you are not beautiful you don't even go out They, they they spend time money and energy you understand to remove blemish You know, we just read the scripture. No, no, no. Let them plunge you into the culture, into the history, into the environment, so you can appreciate scriptures. Church of Ephesus. We don't know the miracle of establishing a church in a place like Ephesus. Or you talk about in a Corinth. Those ones are brainy. <laughs> Corinth, the Corinthians are known for you know brain, brain, <laughs> philosophy. Those are philosophers. <laughs> you know, the Lord just took me. I began to see Rome. Ah, no, those ones they are also brainy, but you know they are lawyers. That's why the way they spoke to them had to deal with, Amen. The culture of the day had to do with their profession, pro, their professionalisms. <laughs> Corinthians, Galatians, those ones, they are very loose. It's all sex. They just sleep with each other. They do everything. (laughs) Scripture come alive. But Ephesus, powerful people, can you imagine a slave owner? I hope you understand. Oh, wake up, wake up. Do you know that in the days of the church of Ephesus, people were still owning slaves? Because to own a slave is like owning a business. To own other people is like basically owning a business. Is the culture of the day. That's why it took a while, hallelujah, to really get into the, into the issues of slavery. When they talk about today, when you read scripture, some translation will change it to employee and employer no, they were slaves men were slaves they were owned church of Ephesus a slave owner that has given his life going to church with his slave household comprehend? You have to understand all of this. So when they say, be strong in the Lord, what Paul was indirectly saying is, everything that defines your strength, throw it away. God now must be, this God you claim you love, you want to serve, must then become your strength, must become your your, your power. You mean, God, I can no longer, my power is no longer determined by, you know, the lions and the bears that have fought. I mean, this guy is, is a gladiator. He's a gladiator. This guy is a a mercenary. He survived by going to war, by killing other countries to to make ends meet. This guy is a trained military guy. He comes to church, he brings his military cap, he lays it somewhere, he goes into the house to pray. This is the this is the environment. So Paul comes. Finally brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the might of his power. Like What are you talking about? You have to understand what it means to be strong. God's strength is not going to coexist with your strength. Sailor. God's power is not going to coexist with your power. God's might is not going to coexist with your might. Whatever defines my strength, my might, my power will never coexist with the might of God. They said be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Not your own might. Not your own ideologies. Not your own belief system. Not what you think. Not what you have been doing all your life. All the strong goals of might strength and power that you have built up you live from that position of you know your strong goal, your strong man strong man mentality it's not only men that have strong man mentality in fact women have it more they said that strong goal, cast it down that's what power said in the book of Corinthians, Second Corinthians, Amen. Casting down, casting down strongholds. Those strongholds are the strongholds are the position of strength. How do you cast down stronghold? How do you cast down your defense? How do you cast down, Amen? Your position. Stronghold is a remember. They say casting down. So is a high tower. You, you've seen the picture, yes, of you know of, of of the watchman, yes, on on the high tower, yes. They said, bring it down. Bring what down? You want me to lose my security? Lose my defense? Make my city, my walls, my life, my household porous for the enemy to sneak in? They say, no. The enemy is not going to sneak in. We're going to build another wall for you. We're going to build another defense for you. We're going to build another tower for you. But the difference is, this one we're going to build, you can't see it. <laughs> Please keep it. <laughs> let me hold on to the one that i can see (laughs) keep keep your tower (laughs) keep your defense (laughs) oh lord jesus i love this (laughs) please (laughs) you the things of god are foolish (laughs) to the wise The, th- the ways of God are foolish, amen? Yes, to yes, to the wise. You want to serve God, you want to keep your idea of wisdom. You want to continue to feed from that tree of the knowledge of good and evil. And you want to come and pray. What kind of prayer are you going to be praying? You want to engage in the things of God. You want to go to church and do your own thing. Amen. Because the person also preaching is blind. So you also bring your bring your blindness, add it to his blindness. Everybody is blind. If the blind leads the blind, if the blind leads the blind, both will fall in the ditch, see the Lord. What we see today is blind leaders trying to lead blind followers. And when you decide that, hey, I've been awakened, I was once blind, now I see. And you begin to speak to the leadership and say, hey, but something is not right here. What we're... uh, You are the one that is going to be in trouble. They will castigate you out. They will kick you out of the temple. Like they kicked that guy out of the temple. Yes, in now. The guy says, once I was blind, now I see. So who restore your sight? I don't know the person, but the issue is not about who. But you can see now. I can see they they had a problem. The fact that Jesus gave him sight. Aye. The church leadership. They had a problem. The fact that this guy was given sight. Friends, I'm here to give you sight and be ready to be cast out of <laughs> wherever. Lord help me, my my duty have been sent to give you sight. Once I was blind, now I see the moment you begin to see, you are in trouble, in a big trouble. Because amen, <laughs> you are pre- you are preventing people now from from eating. Are you getting the point? What are we dealing with? Concept of how we can Build so I'm reading a scripture To you are you still following me are you still There When a strong man Armed kept his palace his goods Are in peace But when a stronger Than he shall come upon him And overcome him he taketh From him all His armor you see the first thing This guy This guy is disarmed what do we want to do with the soul? We want to disarm the soul. We want to disarm completely the soul. He disarmed him and divide his spoils. This is our Lord Jesus Christ himself speaking. Oh, thank you, my dear sister. It shows that you are still listening. the <laughs> Myrtle, thank you. When the stronger man than he shall come upon him Friends you like it or not You think you are strong If there is a principle in your life That there is a stronger man That man will disarm you And will take whatever Amen you think you have So this scripture is a is a two edged scripture As much as it applies to us It can also apply amen, Yes to your opponent If your opponent is stronger than you What would your opponent do Your opponent, hallelujah, will also disarm you. Hallelujah. Your opponent will also disarm you. So don't just say, well, well, Jesus said this. Yes, Jesus said it, but he said this, hallelujah, for us to understand what is at stake. Now, Jesus did not say, I've seen all kinds of interpretation. Jesus did not say, I am the stronger man. Jesus did not say, the church is the stronger man. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I wish I have this on screen, but please look at this scripture that I'm reading. If you find it in Luke 11 from verse 21, when the strong man keeps, the concept here is the strong man and the stronger man, that's why we're looking. The strong man can be the church, the stronger man can be the devil, the stronger man can be a man. The devil, amen. The strong man can be the devil, the stronger man can be the church. Whichever one you will define and determine do you do, are you the strong man, or you are the stronger man? You hallelujah will have to decide what side are you? On what side are you? Are you on the side of the strong man? amen your goods are, ki- are kept your household is kept you have the best security hallelujah you've done everything that it can be done amen you are secure then they told you there's a stronger man coming <clears throat> you know while i'm when i'm speaking while, while i'm saying this the lord just flashed this concept into my into my into my spirit remember king Herod. king Herod was a strong man right king herod was a strong man his goods are safe. Everything is, is is protected. Amen. Here comes the you know the the wise man. <laughs> We've seen the star. Today, a King is born in Bethlehem. A king is born in Jerusalem. We have come to celebrate. King Herod is like, what are you talking about? Which king? I'm the king here. I'm the strong man here. What king are you talking about? Excuse me. No, no. And they can't dispute them because they know these guys are wise men. <laughs> these guys are—they are prophetic. They can see things. They know things. King Gero said, "You mean in this in this realm that I am in this realm, another king has been born." And I'm not. A w- <laughs> Thank you, Father. The Lord just flashed that into my spirit. Another king born say okay go and look for him when you find him bring me word so that i also can go and pay homage a king paying homage to another king where is he done no of course we know <laughs> his plan was to kill but the thing is you think you are in control you think you are in charge you think what you know hallelujah has kept you and he's still keeping you you have something else coming There's something that's brewing that you're not aware. The stronger one is coming. The stronger man is coming. Powerful. Whatever that stronger man is. You have to be prepared for it. So that when that stronger man comes. They will find you. Amen. Being the stronger one. They assume you are the stronger one. But when they come they realize, uh uh-oh, we made a mistake. Let's go back. Back in the days, how nations maintain their position and increase their position is by invading other nations. That's how they survive. If, If the season of going to war comes and you don't go to war, you will be invaded. How you define your strength how you define that, amen, your kingdom is strong, amen, is by rising, amen, and conquering other kingdoms. I told you, the world we live in, amen, is a world of, hallelujah, warfare. Is a world, amen, of battles. Well done, me, I don't want to fight. I don't want, no, no, you have to fight. You fight to survive. But not just to survive. You fight to advance. It is how, amen, the world we live in has been shaped. You like it or not, church, we are in active warfare. And this warfare cannot be fought from a position of just mere defending. Because that's that's what, you know, many of us, amen, have thought, have, 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 have imprinted into the minds of our followers, if you are a leader many of our you know of you know of our people their mindset their mindset of christianity amen is just defend themselves as long as i'm okay i've got a nice house i've got a nice family i've got a nice job i've got everything you know everything looks okay i'm safe all right that's their mindset if you have that kind of a mindset you're awaiting disaster the in the they say in the year that kings ought to go to war king david stayed back they didn't say their general kings go to war the way battles are fought in those days hallelujah the king must lead hallelujah his army to war that's how hallelujah the king remains in that order of being reverence of being honor in fact of being worship he must he must show strength i told you amen, back in the day the philosophy, the culture, amen of the early days is heroism you come back, that's why, amen, Saul was almost hanging himself when David went to war and brought back earlier the head of Goliath the people the people went bazaar they began to sing the praise of David, not Saul that's where the problem of, of David began from Because immediately Saul knew what that meant They were not singing the praise of Saul Because it's not Saul that went to war <laughs> They are not seeing the head of Goliath In the hand of Saul They are seeing it in the hand of David Not only that There is the sword of, of Goliath Hallelujah In the hand of David How do you escape that? People knew that that man is their future king that boy is their future king. <laughs> they knew immediately that is our future king. And for the next 14 years, David will be on his on his heels, will be running earlier from a king that wants to kill him. Why? Because he won. Are you getting something? Is the Lord speaking to you? Are you getting something? So, for, all, for for those of us at the forefront of this thing, we know the backlash. I know the backlash when the Lord speaks to me about things to do, what to do, what not to do. Make certain decisions, and you win, you get a backlash. You think you're gonna get a, you know, you know, people hailing you. No, the king, the kings of this world are coming for you, the powers and the principalities are coming for you, and that's why I know that. My stronghold is in a place called Christ. If you want to defeat me, you'll have to first of all defeat Christ. I live under a shadow. I live under the shadow of the Almighty. Are you getting this? So understand how to live your life. How to pray. You've got to develop a new mindset. Amen of prayer. Because prayer must do two things. Must build your spirit, must enhance your spirit, and must give you the impetus to advance, to charge against because you want to conquer. That's how the kingdom of God advances. The kingdom of God is not it's not it's not stationary. It's not mock time. The kingdom of God, the purposes of God, the Bible says are advancing, and that must advance through your life, through your belief system through your appetite, through your desire, amen, through everything that your life represents, there has to be a continual advancement. You cannot afford, amen, to stay and be marking time. No, we are not marking time. Amen. Forward march, march, advance. Hallelujah. When a strong man keeps his palace and kept his palace. His goods are safe. Friends, the days where we live in the order of safety, safety net, is over. Our safety order, amen, is in advancement, is in, amen, yes, engagement, hallelujah, is in our offense against the works of darkness. That's how we say, we say, that's how we maintain our safe, safety that's how we maintain our security by engaging by offense we advance, we charge against that's how we prove that we are the stronger man, because what happened, yes, here is, listen to this this first strong man, amen it's in a stationary place. Listen, when a strong man armed kept his palace, keep his palace, he's keeping it. His goods are in peace. But when a stronger than he shall come upon him, can, did you see that? There's an engagement against it comes upon him while you're sleeping. Ah, they invade you. You should be the one, hallelujah! In that order of a stronger man invading the nations invading the territories, invading the land, in righteousness, of course, establishing the counsels of God, proclaiming the day of the Lord's judgment, hallelujah, bringing the anointing of God that destroys yokes into society, hallelujah, proclaiming the day of the Lord's vengeance. That's the word of the Lord. You proclaim the day of the Lord's vengeance. You can't do that if you are stationary. No. You have to move. You have to project. You have to advance. You have to continue hallelujah to align yourself to heaven's prophetic intention. I thought I should just bring that to amen your your your, your perspective this morning. And then in closing, I just want to quickly highlight this point again. The habitual practice that reinforces The nature of the old man is the number one and the most powerful, if you will, the most dangerous position the enemy uses against the church. When you continue to allow the enemy, you understand, to feed your soul, to feed your mind, the more you do things, amen, that reinforces, amen, that stronghold. Remember, we talk about the stronghold. When you allow, amen, yourself to continue to do things that that empowers, that reinforces a position, amen, yes of the strength of the strong man, I'm not even going to begin to ask you, what are you doing that reinforces the position of the strong man because many of us, the reason why I tell you something, many of us the reason why some of us cannot even begin to deal with our strong goal is because our strong goals have become too big that in fact we don't even know what to do with them, so we have come to accept this is my lot, this is how I'm going to live my life, Uh, this attitude I can't do, I've tried everything I, I can't help it, I cannot help it is that you? you can start from somewhere they say a journey of a thousand miles, amen, start by just taking the first step if you have not make up your mind to take the first step, you will never, you will never do it so I understand because I've been there before No, you you deal with that thing. Don't look at the bigger picture. Start with the very first thing you can do. And remember, you're not doing it by your own might. You're not doing it by your own power. The habitual practice that reinforces the nature of the old man is what keeps your spirit man in that position of limitation. Remember, God has already given to you all things that pertains to life. He's already given to you all things that pertains to life and godliness. Is there locked up in your spirit? Of course, if you have given your life to Jesus, but those things are not going to break forth. They are not going to come forth. You are not going to see the fruition, the manifestation of that dimension of a life. If your, if if the stronghold, the strong man, the soul man, is daily being reinforced. They say don't don't say anything, but before they say anything, you've said ten things. Hello. They said, "Be quiet, say nothing." They say, "No, this guy always take me for a ride. <laughs> he thinks I'm a fool. <laughs> oh Lord, help me! <laughs> he thinks I'm a fool, or she thinks I'm a fool." Always take me. Always take me far. I'm going to show you today. God, I can't laugh. (laughs) Oh, Jesus, help me. You know, I've been in situations sometimes you just want to, the Lord says, "Shh," And you go to the closet and start praying and start crying. God, no, this is injustice. This this is unacceptable. Lord help me. It's not easy for the soul to die. That's why I told you. I gave you the good picture. Amen. Of the church of Ephesus. Powerful. Well able bodied men. Well able bodied men. Coming to church. Mercenaries, warriors, fighters <laughs> like the EFF <laughs> in South Africa, they call them, amen. Yes, economic freedom fighters. <laughs> After all, they show they, they, they show, they perform, you understand, in the state of everybody admiring this nice thing, only for them to kill it all with just a song. I mean, no, EFF, you didn't do well there. <laughs> No, 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 no. <laughs> I mean, fight the battle on a diplomatic level. Yeah. Okay, Isaiah, don't get yourself distracted. <laughs> but I can't just but to laugh. The soul is I mean, that was the soul of Malema. He could have just finished that anniversary. If you're in South Africa, you know what I'm talking about. He could have just finished and said, okay, this guy's saying this thing you know, incognito. No, let me show my face. (laughs) Oh, Lord, help me. It's good to laugh friends. Uh, if you don't know what is going on in South Africa, where well, just uh, look for E F F YouTube tenth anniversary. You know, <laughs> and everybody now is copying Malema. Everybody is rising up and lifting their hand. I'm watching what's going on. They say no, they're copying Malema. I say, God help us. Are you, are you getting what I'm saying? Malema should have just finished that thing without even, and that will have earned him more votes. I'm telling you, that would have animal without singing that song. You don't need to have sang that song, Malema. Kill the boy. You don't want to keep because you still have white people following you. There are white people following you. Alright, you know, he's supporting you. Now you sing that song. You drop your <laughs> you drop the votes. For that song, some people are not gonna vote for him again. And I'm sure he doesn't care, but he should care if he wants to be a leader. You say, why are you saying this thing? Because everything that we talk about on this platform must impact every area of our life. Politically, amen. Socially, amen. Spiritually, amen. Financially, we are not about one area. No, we bring the entire council. We are bringing the kingdom of God into a realm. The kingdom must impact our mindset on every level. In case, amen, you... I've got EFF followers, amen, I must tell them these things, they must know, as we speak about what's going on with the ANC, we also talk about what's going on, amen, in the DA or in the God knows who, you understand, yes, our message must cut across, you cannot be spiritual and you are so foolish when it comes to making decisions. Your decision the decision you make hallelujah yes on the on the on the human realm in the natural realm is as a result of your spiritual knowledge your decision impact hallelujah yes everything that you stand for and you represent and what is going to impact your children those coming behind you so if you are, if you are into all kinds of politics and all of this and you are not being informed and you're just looking for a quick fix then you're missing it we will train you we'll talk about this on all levels because you like it or not certain people are training you understand with with what eff have shown us in fmb fmb Stadium, they've tr- they've told us that they've been in the gym they've been in the political gym and you just there, just a rubber bo you don't mind. No, you should mind because the destiny of South Africa, hallelujah, should concern you just as it concerns me. What's going on, hallelujah, in Nigeria Republic should concern you, should concern me. What is going on, hallelujah, in church should concern you, should concern me. Whatever is going on, the decisions that they want to make in Nigeria about going to war to fight their neighbors should concern you as it should concern me. This is apostolic of. This is an apostolic platform. Read that scripture that we've been tracking. All right? Your battle is not with flesh and blood, but against rulers. Hello? R- rulers. Can you rule without a domain? Can you rule without a realm, without a sphere? Uh I told you, our mindset has to change. Rulers, principalities, principalities deal with nations. I've told us that before. They deal with nations. They deal with government. They deal with politicians. Every political, amen. Yes, you know, community here in South Africa and outside South Africa right, has got a philosophy. Those philosophies can either be informed by God, hallelujah, or by the devil. Even if they are calling God, but if the what they are practicing, hallelujah, reflects, amen, an order that contradicts the will of God. You know who is who is in charge. So don't be fool. Hallelujah. I was talking about the soul, the strong man. That's what led me to all of this thing that I've just said. When they say be quiet, you must know when to be quiet. You may not know why they are asking you to be quiet. But they have a reason. They have a reason. God will never ask you to do something without, amen, an accurate reason. Without, amen, a reason that is going to benefit you at that moment. It may seem as if you are losing. I told you. Let me, let me show my face again. I told you that you can never talk about, amen. Or understand that scripture when Jesus said in, in, in Matthew 5, all right, the beatitude when they slap you from what you turn the neck, you will never understand that. And in fact, how many times have you heard church pastors preach on that? Because that requires your soul to die for that scripture to make sense. There are certain scriptures they will never make sense, because the way you look at it is still from your soulish mindset, the strong the strong man mentality. People have, you know, wrong mentality about the scripture. That's why I keep saying, friends, we've got to shift away from um, Americanized induced gospel. Americanized induced gospel. It's all about me. Is all for me Jesus died for you Yes he died for me But he didn't die for me to live for me He died for me to live for him You see how that gospel It's that gospel that destroyed the Nigerian church Now the Nigerian church Have become twice the son of the devil Because they have Perfected that gospel Yeah The Oyedekos of this world they took that gospel. Oedipo, he said he traveled somewhere and he was told that Kenneth Copeland, you know, just, you know, vacated that room, just left that, you know, suite. He, he said, no, I want that same suite. And he went to lie down on the same bed of Kenneth Copeland saying, the God who prospered Kenneth Copeland must also prosper. That's the most perverted thing I've ever heard about the gospel. And you have raised thousands of people on that same perversion why why wouldn't the church be weak why wouldn't the nation be invaded by foreign spirit by, 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 by ter, you know you know a terrorist spirit because men that were supposed to be at the guard on the post on the wall has been compromised the same thing with the redeemed The Oedekosai, Adeboye of this war. Listen, it's not about their age. It's about their position on the cutting edge. Those ones are not fathers. The ones that are fathers, you don't even know them. They are hidden nigerians has fathers fathers but you don't see them they don't have all the big whatever you are looking for no every nation if you want to know the fathers of the land don't look for who has the biggest church who has how many air, you know airplane jets oh no 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 you have to track them you have to find them on the way to the wilderness want to hear the voice of god let no one fool you by the size of Babylon, hallelujah, has built large. And Babylon boasts, hallelujah, of the nations that are under this control. Jezebel builds large. She has authority, power, influence. So if you're full, because, wow, see what they're building. See, just see. You would have been captured, enslaved in a religious spirit. Pharaoh, let my people go. If you want to find elders in the land, I'm telling you, you will have to remove your brain. Every idea you have about elders, you have to remove it. You have to, God, open my eyes. Let me find them. You would think Oyedepo is an elder in Nigeria. No, maybe they began. But they lost it. And when you restore, when you are restored, you have to come back to the nation and tell the people, I missed it. Now I have yielded my heart back so that everybody will know. That's how we track men who are tracking God. They say, when you see the men who carry the presence of God, the ark of God on their shoulder, follow them don't tell me i don't know what i'm talking about i know what i'm talking about when you see you've dwelt too long on this on this mountain they said joshua you've got to tell the people to go forward but how can the people lead forward when they are discouraged when they are tired when they've been broken when they've been lied to when all kinds of evil are taking place in the church how will the people know the true leaders God gave Joshua a word. He says, he says, when the people see, see the Levites, see the Levites rise up, carry Hallelujah, the ark on their shoulder. When the weight, the burden of the presence of God, is heavy upon though, the shoulder of the people. The people will follow. The day I stop carrying the presence of God's God's ark, that day, it is God that will whisper to his own. He has missed it. Go look for someone else to follow. Don't kid yourself. We're not following blindly. We're following because we can see the ark of God on their shoulder. And how do we know when they when they hit Jordan Jordan will part by itself that's the second time the miracle of the parting of the sea happened in the scripture when the when the when they when they when they when the Levites the priests got to the shore of River Jordan open and in the midst of Jordan they planted the rock as a memorial unto God that the people pass through this place God will do it again if we have men and women who are ready to sacrifice their soul to lay down their life to lay down their guardedness willing to lay down God will move again in our land Oh friends, I think I'm gonna start, st- stop here what a word what a way to end this we want, we want to find leaders they say when you go into the city you will see a man that is carrying hallelujah, yes a vessel of water a bucket of water on his head him where is the Lord going to have his last supper you want to enter into a new day you have to track those men who who have become experts who have become experts in carrying water on their head that's how you enter into the new day if the man has no water hallelujah he's carrying vessel but there is no fresh water there's no living water. Level, there's no life we don't we don't we don't chat with them i don't care what they do what they have what they have built they say when we get to the city how do we know god always give us signs and signals of what to look for hallelujah what a word what a word friends these are the things that steers our heart to pray these are the these are the things we are tracking that that connects our hearts in the place of prayer we are we are no respecter of men we honor men but when it comes to the things of God we rather serve God you consider should we should we, should we obey men or respond to what God is saying. When the move of God. Hits that realm where you will have to choose between men and God. Friends you better know what you are choosing. Let me say what I have just picked in my spirit. When the move of God. Gets to a day where you will have to select. Between Amen, The standard of God's word. Or men who have built large. You better be wise in knowing how to make a decision. Because there will be that moment. If you have not faced it, you will face it. I have faced it. And when it comes tomorrow, I will still face it. I will still make my choice. I thought that is something that you need to hear. Lord, we thank you this day. That we will not choose men in place of you. That we will not choose... A movement in place of you. We will not choose monuments in place of you. We will not choose achievements in place of you. That we will not choose, oh God, the ideas of men. What we can see that they have achieved. Massive things men have built. But alas, you are no longer there. Help us, Father. Help us to continue to track you in this season oh God help us to not to make the mistakes that men have made in the past grant us wisdom grace knowledge understanding to live our life in the fear of your name place your love the burden of your love not just the burden of your house no no We want the burden of you, the burden of your love, because it is your burden that allows us to be passionate about your house. We can be passionate about a move. We can be passionate about the house of God. But alas, the burden of God and the love of God is no longer in our hearts. I believe this is where the church is today. Many of us, many are zealous about the house of God, but they are no longer zealous for God. Help us, Lord. Help us, Lord. Grace us, Lord. In this season of a call to pray, help us to pray right. Help us to pray with a right heart, with a circumcised heart. Help us to make our choice, not just to be part of the company. No. When you called us into the day of vision, vision of, always bring us into the lonely path vision always bring us into yes the lonely paths but as men see what we are doing they will be attracted to it that is the story of my life i'm not afraid to be alone as long as i know i'm surrounded by a great cloud of witnesses oh father may your grace continue to guide and lead us May we continue to live a life that pleases you. Our desire, oh God, my desire, and I believe the desire of them journey with us, tracking with us, is to please you. We want to see you appear in your glory. We want to see you appear in Zion. We want you to be glorified in us and through our lives. Lord, we have not sought you and we are not seeking you for the bread and butter. We are not following you for five loaves of of, of, of bread, no, it's not because of the fishes, oh God, no, Lord. And if we have, Lord, we repent because we know you are our Father. The duty of a Father is to provide for His own. There is something you have in stock for us, there's something you've planned for us, and that is what we want to know. That is what we want to enter so we can please You, so our life can really bring honor to Your name not just in this part of the realm of the world but across the world oh god we want yes our footprint to be felt across the earth we want the nations to know that god has arisen upon his people that a nation of people have emerged whose heart is to please god is to honor him is to serve him via the carrying of the ark of god do you know that when you carry the ark of god You can no longer enter a four-footed you know carriage. Those who carry the presence of God are not allowed to carry that presence into a cart. It means that you will have to journey on your foot. And of course I don't mean this literally. No. I'm talking about something more spiritual. I'm talking about something that, you, that speaks to your feet touching the ground. There has to be a contact with reality. Oh Jesus, help us. Help us. Help us. Not to live in the cloud. Where we have missed the heavens. And where our feet can no longer touch the ground. That is what we have seen today. the leadership their feet can no longer touch the ground their head is just in the cloud but they cannot reach the heavens help us father help me help me oh God help me help me help me I need your help because it's not about starting it's about continuing it's about continuing it's not even about the finishing when I continue I will finish so I thank you Lord help me to continue in you help me to always examine things through your eyes not to examine them through my kind eyes Joshua did it He forfeited nations. He forfeited leadership. He sampled things with his eyes. He lost his position and place of headship. Help us, Father, in this season to live and to increase in the spirit of discernment. Help us to do things that will cause our desire, our soul desire to die. Help us not to empower the soul We want to empower the spirit. We want our spirit to be alive and continue to increase in life in you. Jesus, you are our desire. You are our longing. You are our passion. You are who we desire to see. You are the desire of the nation. It is you the nations want to see. You are the desire of the nation, not the church, not the wardom. Not the perversion that we have built, not the compromise we have erected, not the allotry and the house of harlots we have built. Jesus, you are the desire of the nations. It is you that the Greeks the Greeks came to see. They say we want to see Jesus. They said to Philip, we want to see Jesus. Ah, help us to reveal Christ in all things. Help us to reveal Christ in all things at all times. And at all occasion. We need you God. We need you. We pray. More of you. More of you in our lives. More of you. That you may increase. That you oh God may increase. That we may decrease. That's our prayer. Increase in me. Increase in me. Increase in. In every aspect of my life. Increase in my thoughts, in my words, in my deeds, in my actions, in my motive. Increase. Increase in the life of my brothers and my sisters. Across this nation, across this realm, across this continent. Increase in them. Increase in my family. Increase. Increase in my spiritual family, in my biological family. Increase in us. Increase. May we be carriers of your presence, carriers of your act. In everything we do, may we become living priests, oh God. Everywhere we go, may we carry your presence. May the world know that indeed we are the stronger man. Because we carry your presence. That's what makes us the stronger man. Because we carry your mandate. Because because we carry your essence. Because we carry, yes, 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 the water on our head. Help us. Spirit of the Lord, grace us newness hallelujah glory to Jesus glory to Jesus hallelujah love you Lord oh we love you Lord love you lord be glorified be glorified Jesus be exalted king of glory take your place may may this not just remain a good message may it transform my life and the life of my hearers Oh, hallelujah. Amen. Once again, thank you everyone for joining us this morning. Thank you so very much for being part of this live broadcast. I know the word once again this morning has come with such a strength. And I want to encourage you to please do share this message share it on your platforms. For those who have done that, I'm really grateful to you. Thank you. You are promoting a message that will challenge the state of the church and we need a prophetic voice to do that. We're not afraid to be stoned because we know that our life has been built by his stone. So please continue to share this message. Let the world know Let the church know God is speaking afresh anew. Let the people know that God, hallelujah, is coming to us with the spirit of vengeance. But if we will yield ourselves in in surrender and in humility, we will be transformed, we will be renewed. And we will carry once again our sword and continue in the fight. So once again, thank you. I'm really grateful to every man of God, woman of God, friends, loved ones, disciples, and maybe those maybe watching for the first time. Thank you for joining also. Please do follow us on YouTube. Look for uh, uh, Potters Gate Broadcast. you find our channel Potters Gate Broadcast. Please do connect with us. And try as much as possible to continue to pray. If you're fasting, grace to you today. Right? And if you're not fasting, don't kill yourself with guilt because it's not to make you feel guilty. If you cannot fast, I'm not gonna force you, and I'm not forcing you. Alright, it has to be done willingly and cheerfully. Alright, today's our 12th day, and we believe God to rest upon our life the apostolic grace to continue. Alright, if you cannot fast, don't force yourself. But I see no reason why you shouldn't, because it's gonna assist you. Even if you cannot do the rest of, Amen, the days ahead, you can do three days. You can start with even a, just a day. I say I fast today or tomorrow, alright? Uh, if you're in South Africa, say fasting weekend. Oh, no, 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 no. I don't miss my meat. My meats. <laughs> well, you can start on Monday, but just fast, because it will help you. It will help you personally. It will help your home, your family. Alright, fast because you want to grow and increase in the knowledge of God in the will of God. God bless you. Thank you so very much, everyone. I'll see you again, hopefully, this evening, if I can. If I cannot, of course, we'll see tomorrow. God bless you. Love you all. Please continue to pray for me. I believe God for great things. God bless you. Enjoy the rest of your day. Bye-bye.